And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And if you caught the show last week, we, we talked about hustling. And we're, we're going to move from hustling last week. And just as a quick recap, specifically, not just hustling, we we're looking at the, the side hustle, the, the side job, the side gig. And we explored real estate investing as an alternative to the 20, 30, 65 different uh, options you'll read about out there. The side hustle without the hustle is, is the important message, I think, that I, that I hope you took away. But we're going to move from, from hustling last week to slacking this week. No, we're not, we're not going to take a break. We're, we're not going to rest on our laurels. If you are a real estate investor, I know you're out there killing it, so you might from time to time feel the need to rest on your laurels. Don't do that. And I don't really want you to be slacking either. What, what I'm talking about is the slacker generation. Yeah, that's my generation. Generation X. And I'm talking to you. And Gen X, I, I have some bad news. You, you have indeed been slacking on your finances and on your preparation for retirement. Now, not, not all of you, not all of you, but unfortunately quite a lot of you, but we can fix that. We'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about how, so stay, stay tuned. And if you're listening now and thinking, whew, well, I'm not Gen X. If you're in one of those other uh, generational cohorts, we talked a little bit about them last week, Gen Z, millennials, the younger cohorts. Um, well, the good news for you is you still have time on your side, but stay tuned, stay tuned and, and, and take heed so you don't make the same mistakes. And for the baby boomers who are ahead of my generation, you should be retired. Most of you, a lot of you, though, are still working when you shouldn't be, you know, so some of our conversation today may may help you as well. But Generation X, my peers, let's talk. And if you're wondering, well, who is Gen X? I've heard the term slacker, those slack, slacker generation. Well, Gen X was born, and, and you'll see different numbers out there, but roughly from 1965 to 1980. Uh, where, you know, if you do the math, that puts you from 42, 43 to about 57 or 58, depending on your, your month of birth. So 65 to 1980. I'm squarely in the middle there, by the way. 49, born in 74. So some of us were part of what was known then as the latchkey kid generation, right? We'd, we'd come home from school, no one's there. We let ourselves in. We take care of, I don't know, get a bowl of cereal, go watch cartoons, go ride the bike, whatever. Whatever was on your agenda for the day. And we're also part of the MTV generation because that's what we did. We went home, we watched TV. You know, I spent a lot of my summers watching uh, Magnum P.I. And, and the A-Team, for, for example. And we were the first generation as well to have personal computers at home. I right? grew up very early uh, with a growing technology. Now, technology, wow, that blows me out of the water these days. My dad then was a, a systems analyst, so we did have a computer at home. And you know, I taught myself basic, one of the early languages back then, um, early on. Now, Gen X, some of our attributes, and we tend to be cynical. We tend to be skeptical. We tend to be suspicious. Well, when you're staying at home by yourself, I think that might be a good, a good attribute. 
But as well, when you're independent like that, we do tend to be independent, self-reliant, more flexible and entrepreneurial in a, in, a, in a lot of cases. So, you know, thinking about our ages, here's the problem for for some of us, retirement is I mean, it's right around the corner. It's almost here. If you're 58, well, at 59 and a half, you can start withdrawing from your retirement accounts if you have them uh, without paying that 10% penalty. So it might be some opportunity coming there. For those of us in this generation on the younger end, the good news is that you actually do have quite a bit more time ahead of you. And, you know, when I started doing real estate, it, well, I was about 39. And uh, now we'll tell you, you can retire very, very quickly. I was a little bit on the slower path, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, 48, got out of corporate America, bought my time back, fully, fully retired. So if you're on that, that younger end of the bandwidth there and you're 43, you have time. You absolutely have time. You really can retire in five years or less if you follow the model. And if you are, you know, you put, put, the, put the pedal to the metal there. Of course, a new problem for some of us out there is that we are very much firmly part of the sandwich generation. We've talked about this on recent shows as well. We've, we're not just bringing up the kids behind us that we have. I've got a six-year-old, but we're, we're dealing with our parents who are, who are older, may, maybe beyond the boomer generation. A lot of my friends, my, my, my parents are, are, have both passed, but a lot of my friends are now dealing with parents that are late 70s, 80s, becoming infirm, having, having health problems. So you're dealing with both ends of that, both pieces of bread on that on that sandwich, and that's exhausting your your time and your finances. So that's Gen X. And by the way, we learned last week on the show about the side hustle that two in five Gen Xers are running a side gig or a side hustle. That's 40%. And one of the stats we learned about is that 25% of people that are doing a side hustle are doing it specifically to build up their savings. So these are probably the people that are actually thinking about retirement. Now, what about Gen X? What, what have we been doing? There's an interesting study, uh, Prudential, which is one of the uh, retirement providers out there. You can, you're, you know, some of the corporations out there may use them to to administer their their 401k plans, et cetera. You may have an independent account with them, uh, but they did a study on my my cohort, Gen X, and it says Gen X confronts harsh new reality of retirement unreadiness. Now, let's be honest. I know a lot of people, not just Gen X out there, are not ready. You can still do something about it. For me, retirement age, had I stuck to the traditional timeline, the, the corporate path would have been 67 and I think two months, something like that. Um, I did that far faster, almost 20 years ahead of schedule. On the other side of the coin here, most of Gen X are... Well, they're they're not planning to to follow in the footsteps of the boomers and, and, and try to get out sooner and rely on pensions. They're they're just going to work. They're going to plan to work on, uh, part time after retirement. Next point, they're not going to quote bet the house. And this is focused on a study actually that the National Association of Realtors did, and it says that only 16% of Gen X plan to use their home's value to help fund that retirement. Meaning, and you know this, if you own a, a home and have owned it for, let's say, five to 10 years, you've seen a huge, huge pop in appreciation over that time period. So we're all sitting on a fair amount of equity out there. Only 16% of Gen X plans to use that equity to help fund that retirement. Fourth point, not flying south. Okay, this is this is a play on what a lot of the boomers do. They they my my, my grandfather when he was alive, he was like this. He had a, he had a, he had a, an apartment up in Maryland, and he'd go down to a little condo uh, on the on the Atlantic coast of Florida. He was one of those snowbirds. And a lot of people make that move. They're they're flying back and forth. They're flying south. 
Apparently 65% of Gen X does not plan to do that. Why? Well, they don't have a nest egg. They, they can't. Final point, um, this goes back to the boomers as well, is uh, disrupting the, quote, great wealth transfer. And there's a lot of money out there that's going to be changing hands. And baby boomers are expected to, to pass down around $70 trillion, with a T, $70 trillion. But my cohort... Gen X does not expect to get any of that. 12% think that some kind of inheritance is going to play into their retirement. And here's a, here's a very sad stat. Yeah, we're going to come back to that sad stat. Save that one. This one depresses me. So those are the five uh, points that are key findings from the study. It goes on to say, though, uh, Social Security, for example, what might, what might Gen X lean on? Well, Social Security, we apparently view that. We're, we're skeptical. We're, we're cynics. We heard that. We view that as not so secure. We don't think, we believe when we read the, the news articles out there that the reserves could de be depleted by 2033, well, we don't think we can rely on it. Now, some of my peers, almost half, do expect that to be there and, and hope to rely on that hope. Pensions, we've acknowledged that uh, pensions have gone away. Now, interestingly, interestingly, they say that we are saving, almost 48% of Gen X is saving, but we don't have a plan. We're just kind of socking money away without thinking about it. That is a problem. That is a problem. You need to have a roadmap. If you want to get to retirement and not just retire in comfort, but really enjoy that retirement, be able to be that snowbird and split your life cycle, your lifetime across multiple, multiple locations, you need to have a plan. But 48% of my peers are just saving with no plan in mind. And the list goes on. Work worries, uh, not accounting for health care costs, etc. Uh, things that are going to plague me, my, my generation, I should, should say. Um, and again, to the other cohorts out there, Gen Z, uh, millennials, this, this is something that will be in your future at some point as well. So please, please think about that now. Don't, don't wait too, too long. And, you know, I ask you the question now, whether you're on the older end of my bandwidth of Gen X, born in 1965, you're now 57, 58 years old, or you're on the younger end, born, born in 1980, you're 42 or 43. Is it too late to change that trajectory? Is it too late to actually put a plan together? Not just blindly saving, not just blindly throwing your money into that 401k or wherever you park it and forget about it. The good news is it's not too late. Lifestyles Unlimited has the roadmap. We have the plan that can get you to retirement in five years or less. If you, if you're, again, if you're 43, you're on the younger end of that Gen X spectrum. Boy, you can do it when I did it at 48, five years or even less. Now, if you're at the upper end, you're 58. Look, you can at least retire at or even before that target retirement age. You can really do it soon. Or some, some Lifestyles Unlimited members that I know, Al Gordon, one of the other radio hosts, he, he's one of these. He's part of the, the what we call the Deuces Club. These are people that did it in two years, not, not the typical five years. They're not the slow track like Andy who's just <laughs> kind of dawdling, right? I was busy having fun doing other things, but let's at least get you away from that notion that you're going to have to delay retirement because you don't and working part-time and and doing those very side hustles that we talked about last week because you have to 47 percent gen x 47 percent expects to have to work beyond the traditional 
you know, government mandate or allowed um, retirement age. A lot of what you need now, really, to get away from this and and, and to put a plan into place, it's it, it, it it's a mindset, it's a mindset shift. Okay, and we're going to work this in. What I want to do for the balance of the show is look at look at those key findings. There were five that uh, Prudential uncovered or or put together as part of their part of their survey, and uh, help you break down some of that mindset and and help you understand just how you can do what I've done and, and countless other members at Lifestyles Unlimited. And, and put a plan into place and use real estate, investing in real estate, residential real estate, single family houses and apartments to get you to that retirement, five years or less. You can do it, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I know a lot of people are watching the economy up and down, inflation just came in lower, quite a bit lower. That's good news. Is that going to mean more opportunity, less opportunity, better interest rates, perhaps, on those mortgages that we put in place? I don't know. I just identified my next multifamily investment, adding more cash flow, building more wealth. That's what we do with real estate. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that when we come back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What is Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I can get my hands on for a better deal. A better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26 when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so, from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, that's askandy at luinc.com. And we open the show talking about my generation. Uh, we're a generation of slackers. You know, we're the MTV generation, latchkey kid generation. And unfortunately, Gen X, Generation X, a lot of us have been slacking when it comes to our personal finances and in particular preparing for retirement. And Prudential has done a study of my generation and they've released some of the the, the notes and the, the key findings from this. And we looked at that at an upper level just a moment ago earlier in the show. Um, and I want to dive into this and I want to help un unfold some of what we do as real estate investors so you can see where this is a good direction to go to get you to that retirement rather than having to be one of the 47% that instead is just planning to work past retirement age. Now I'm going to quote something from uh, the Prudential Vice Chair Rob Falzon. He says here that Gen X faces one of the most complex landscapes for retirement readiness in decades, including 
the decline of the defined benefit pension plans. Those are gone. The pensions are gone. Unless you're a teacher, a fireman, perhaps, uh, in the military, but pensions are gone. Right, those supported prior generations. He says, as well as significant uncertainty about the economy and long-term Social Security benefits. Too many of my peers think that Social Security could be there. The others are in that skeptical bucket, that cynical bucket that I think acknowledges that, hey, I'm not putting any bets on Social Security. But he does go on to say this data underscores how important it is for Gen X to adopt a new set of retirement strategies designed to blah, 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 protect and grow their savings. And that's the problem. So many of us, 35% have less than 10,000 saved. Saving is not getting it done. It's not getting it done. But I do, I do like his phrase, adopt a new set of retirement strategies. That is what thousands of members at Lifestyles Unlimited have done. And that strategy is not around putting money into that 401k or that IRA or simply paying off the personal residence. Now, let's take a look at the very first key finding of their survey, nest egg empty. All right, that goes back to that 35% with under $10,000 in their retirement savings. You know, again, they say that we do not think, Gen X does not think we're going to have enough to live comfortably. 46% of my cohort thinks that. What about you? Whether you're Gen X or not, what is in your nest egg? Is it empty? Do you have piles of cash? And that's typically the approach. I want to have piles of cash as part of my nest egg that I hope not to outlive, that I hope inflation, that was one of the fears they cited here. I didn't quote that, but inflation concerns are there. Even though it's come back down 4% uh, year on year, it's still there. And it reared its head once. It can do it again. That is a legitimate fear, fears of inflation. What if instead of that nest egg, you could have the goose, the golden goose instead? That contributes to that nest egg you can you can in fact you can have not just one goose but an entire flock of geese <laughs> what do i mean what if instead of having a, a single pile of cash for again 35 percent that's under ten thousand um what if instead of having just one pile of cash a static pile right that we're going to rely on and, and deplete over time and hope that we don't run out of what if we have instead cash coming in on a regular basis, every month or every quarter. Cash that comes in no matter what we're doing. That's what I have attained with my rental property. That's what countless other members have attained with their rental investments. Whether it's single family, and single family cash flows on a monthly basis right to me. Apartments, I mentioned a moment ago, we've, we've just identified our next uh, passive investment in apartments. I can expect that on a quarterly basis. That's not, that's not monthly. But that cash keeps coming in no matter what we're doing, it's passive. It is passive income. And that is what we achieve through real estate investing. That is the alternative strategy that we have identified, that we have learned as members at Lifestyles Unlimited. And let's just take a concrete example so you, so you can follow me. Because the, the, the real estate space, it's, it's, it's not complex. Now, the, the, the gentleman I just quoted, he said that Gen X, we face a very complex landscape. Real estate is not complex. There are a lot of moving parts, but it's very easy to learn, and it's very easy to repeat and do again and again and again. And that's where that flock of geese comes from. But when I th think about my first house that I bought, 
right? I'm doing multifamily now, but we started with single family. And I've got a, I got an email. I got this from uh, one of the realty team, Moon Kim. He's our number one. He was the, the number one, I should say, realtor in all of Houston last year. And he's, he's attained this position and held it <laughs> for some time. He does that much business. He does that many transactions. Well, he sent out a house. This is in Houston somewhere. 1955 build, three bedroom, one bath, no garage, uh, asking price, $82,000. When we get in there, this is going to be a house. What we typically want to buy are houses that are discounted because they need work. We're going to renovate it to bring it back to life and up to market value. Well, he tells me right here that market value when it's fixed up is $160,000. Buying for eighty two, achieving one hundred and sixty. So we're going to get it up to market value. We're going to lease it out and we're going to collect that monthly cash flow. That's that that stream of income. That's that that egg that that golden goose is going to lay for me every single month. Now through the process, because we are buying a distressed asset that needs renovations, through that process we're going to create equity capture. Right. That's the the delta, the difference between the 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 market value and our purchase cost plus our rehab cost. Now I don't know the rehab cost here. Um, just looking at the numbers is probably about forty to fifty thousand dollars. Um, we're going to capture equity. And here he knows, he's told me, estimated equity capture, $21,000. Estimated out of pocket, $21,000. I'm making a 100% return on my investment right there. So at the end of the day, through the process, I'll have 21 of my money sitting in there, but a total equity position of 42. 21 plus 21, that's the 42. 100% return on my equity capture. Now that's not cash flow right now, but I can tell you if you follow the lifestyles model in three to five years, you're going to sell that, take that equity out, plus the equity buildup that you've accrued as your residents have paid down the mortgage, plus the appreciation that has occurred, and you're going to reinvest that now into two, three, four, multiple single family assets, or you'll shift into apartments. I watched a uh, lunch and learn webinar just the other day on the 1031 exchange. That's one of the tax advantages that we have as real estate investors. And that allows me to not, not only sell and, and dispose of that first asset and take those capital gains out, but to take them out tax deferred and reinvest and, and, and buy even more property because I'm not paying the taxes. I'm deferring them. So a lot of information there, but I think the big message, I want, to, I want you to take away two numbers here. Number one, Moon tells me, he, he knows the rents in the area. He's looked up this information and mortgage rate estimate, right? We, we, we know what that might be. We know what the market value is going to be. We can get an amortization calculator. We figure out the cash flow. This house is projected to cash flow $414 a month. As investors at Lifestyles, we like to see anywhere between $200 and $600 net every month. We're right in the middle there. The other number we talked about, that equity capture, 100% return, that I'll later convert into more cash flow. So that's what we're doing. We're putting into place this golden goose. This is the Houston Golden Goose. Maybe I go down the road to San Antonio. Great numbers there. I get that San Antonio Golden Goose into play. Now I've got two houses kicking off cash. And by way of doing that, we create that uh, alternative retirement strategy, in essence, that Prudential was talking about to address that, S that, that, that empty nest egg. Second point they brought up, we're delaying retirement. Almost 47%, or rather almost half, 47% of Gen Xers are expecting to retire later than anticipated, delaying retirement, continuing to work. 
don't focus on the egg. Focus on assembling an array of those geese that produce those eggs for you regularly. But we also learned on last week's show that once you put real estate into your portfolio, that side hustle that we talked about, you don't really have to hustle any longer. It is passive income. And you no longer need to delay retirement. You don't have to delay the retirement, but you have to avoid delaying getting started. That's the bigger problem I see is people, they hem and they haul and they, they think about reasons why they couldn't and shouldn't and don't have time. Point number three that uh, Prudential mentioned, quote, you won't bet the house. Now, we know that uh, Gen X doesn't typically have enough saved. So how do you get started? Well, you've been plugging away at your mortgage payment for probably a decade or two now. You've got equity. Only 16% of Gen Xers plan to tap into that equity just for retirement purposes. Well, what I'm telling you here now is don't view that home equity as part of your nest egg, as, as dollars to, to draw down, to deplete, <laughs> as you hope that you don't outlast that, that, that pile, but, but rather view this as funds to help you procure, to get those golden geese. Successful investors that I know, they do this very thing. They tap into that equity. I know it's hard. I know you feel comfortable. You don't want to have the debt. That's that mindset shift again. We have to get you best. But when I see the people do this and start to buy these assets that are cash flowing, they don't regret it. I know you can do this, Gen X. You are the independent, self-sufficient generation. I know you can do it. Last point they made is disrupting the, quote, great wealth transfer. Again, what is that? That's, that's where the baby boomers are expected to pass over $70 trillion, with a T, $70 trillion on to their heirs. Unfortunately, my, my guys, I don't know why, Gen X, maybe we misbehave too much. We're on the bad side of our, of our elders, but only 12% are expecting an, an inheritance that will help source as a source for that, uh, for that retirement. Here's the part I mentioned earlier that, that depresses me. 84%, 84% of my peers are not planning to leave an inheritance. How is that? I got a little six-year-old that's just outside the studio playing around. If I'm headed towards retirement very close, maybe a decade or so away still on the younger end of my, my peer group, and I don't have the funds to fund my own retirement, sure. What am I going to do for my son? Nothing. I want you to focus on that, though. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for them. Do it for those kids or those what will be grandkids. You may even have grandkids. Some of my Gen X peers do. Don't screw over your kids. You can do better. A fleeting pile of cash that is depleted before or, or by the time you die is not going to do anything for them. But a flock of those geese, that'll do it. That'll do it. So again, another quote from uh, Prudential. They say, Gen Xers are contemplating significantly different approaches than prior generations to achieve retirement security. Based on everything I've read in their study, I don't see that. I don't hear that. But I think I presented you with an alternative that will get you that security, that will get you that comfort and beyond. It's a different approach. So I'm talking to my peers today, to Gen X, with your heirs in mind, I hope. It's not too late to change your trajectory. It's going to take some mindset shifts. It's going to take some education. It's going to take some gumption in some cases here. That's where we can help you at Lifestyles Unlimited. It is not too late. For the younger generations that are listening now, if you've stuck with me this long, um, 
Gen Z millennials. By the way, I learned my, my son, he's Generation Alpha. <laughs> so he certainly acts that way at times. But for you younger generations, look, don't don't let yourself get to this point where this is even a consideration, where, where Prudential and these other retirement account companies are doing studies on you with these kind of results. Take action. And boomers, look, if you need a change, you're already at retirement's door or beyond still working. The things we talked about, single family and multifamily investing, creating cash flow, creating wealth, you can do that too. Check out lifestylesunlimited.com. You can click on our free workshop uh, as an introduction. Great way to start. It's done virtually, done from the comfort of your home. And again, if you want to hear real people talking about real results, go to lucasestudy.com. Come out to one of our case studies in person or at least attend virtually online to hear those numbers. See that evidence and shift your mind and get started and get going. Change that trajectory now. Gen X, I'm talking to you. All right, y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.